Welcome to another episode of the Minorities Report Podcast. I'm Antonio Algazar. And I'm Jason, coming through in the Big Pork Chop Express Technor. Egg Foo Young Express? No, no that was Pork that was Chop eggs. Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other one. Yeah. The Pork Chop Express was what uh, uh, Kurt Russell was driving around. Yep. The Egg Foo Young was uh, the tourist truck that egg, egg. Was, yeah 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 egg, egg, egg shan uh today we reviewed a movie um that is a cult classic i guess called uh big trouble in little china hey hold on okay a couple things right yeah, off the bat yeah this is the type of movie that we created this yes, podcast for, sure. for we right got here. so in the weeds for a couple of weeks yes yes <laughs> we were like we were like watching like kingdom of high-end and films and <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah and you know what I was enjoying myself, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, two weeks ago, we did RoboCop. Then uh, now we're doing Big Trouble Little China. This is the type of movie that we decided to make the show about. Right. So yeah. So yeah. Let's let's talk about this one. Let's uh, let's get into. This is now. Is this the third John Carpenter film we've done? We have seen two. Halloween. For sure. Oh, Halloween. I always forget Halloween. Halloween. The, the thing. thing. Yeah. And now this. this. Yeah. That's awesome, man. John Carpenter, I mean, you're you're in on his stuff now. Like you feel that he feel, like how he does his shit, right? Yeah, like, there is there is no doubt in my mind that this is John Carpenter right. when you're watching right. this. You know, there's right, some right. very John Carpenter moments. Yeah. Uh but really what I'm talking about is the uh animatronics. Animatronics, yeah. Boy. Yeah, I mean, he just uses the animatronics. I feel like it was the same team every time, yeah, you know, cuz they course. they have that very John Carpenter yeah. kind of look to him. I mean, it's you know he he has he holds a lot of hats too. He does a lot of the music. He does a lot. He works with the special effects yeah. guys. He's he's very into doing. Everything. Can I ask you a question? Of course, yeah, this is a safe space. Do you do you feel like it worked for him? For John Carpenter, yeah. Did From you? 1970 Halloween mm-hmm. through 1990. Okay, if I take that period of time, yeah, those what did, twelve what years. Was or 1990? So, this I don't remember. Um, okay. No, I'm sorry. All the way up to In the Mouth of Madness. So that was 96. Okay. It's probably my third or fourth favorite director. Wow. If I just take the space of time. So, okay, let's talk about this movie then. Hell yeah, let's jump into let's Big into Trouble in Little China. So movie starts off, yeah. and it starts off in a little bit of a weird area. You're with this guy, and he's yeah. like questioning a Chinese dude. And yeah. He's kind of weird going on. He's like, you know, he wants to know something. This is clearly an after the effect situation. Yeah, he is The Chinese a guy's in trouble. The lawyer. lawyer is there, right? He's yeah. a lawyer. He's his lawyer. Yes. Okay. And he's like, hey, you know, I need to defend you, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You need to let me know where Jack Burton is. And, the, and Egg is not about that life. He's like, now, I ain't snitching. I don't get any of this. Right. Given that I've seen the movie now. Yeah. Why are they looking for Jack Burton? Who even knew about him? He was such a minor role in this whole thing. Sure. I feel like this is um, like a setup with no payoff because he didn't do anything. I mean, he didn't do shit for him to be like, I need to know where Jack Burton is. I I'd mean, be more interested in the in Egg. The Wing Kong. Well, but Egg, everything Egg does is like under wraps. But what? Uh, yeah, but. I'd be more interested in the other guy. Everything What's that happened name? at the Wing Kong. What, what was the 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 other guy main character? Oh, uh, uh fuck, Wang. Oh yeah, Wang. Wang. I'd Chief. be more interested in Wang. I'd be like, "Where's Wang?" That's Jack funny. Burton. Who? Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, okay. I get that that's kind of the point. Yeah. But, like, this intro. You leave Jack Burton alone. It didn't, it didn't set it up for it to be the point. It uh, set it up for Jack Burton to be like, oh, I wonder what he did. He didn't do shit. He I was mean, just there for the ride. He literally killed David Lopin. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I disagree, man. He okay. was in the shit and his and more I importantly, feel like he was he was in the more he was adjacent to the shit. Well, right. And more importantly, his truck was like an identifying key thing, right? So like it's hard it, like his truck was taken by the Wing Kong Exchange. Uh-huh. He smashes through their like even if you just go on a surface level, right? Okay, yeah. Like we're a business and now we're like, you know, this dude destroyed, you know, part of our building, our business sure. and stuff. You okay. know? So that's kind of the route I would take. All right. It. Yeah. Because he was just like, one. there was a green explosion in the sky. Right. I need to know where Jack Martin is. Flames? And, uh, and his... you're behind it. Yeah. Well, he was behind it. Right. And, and he wants to, do you expect me to believe in magic? <laughs> oh, yes, because it's real. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's what real? is that? Sorcerers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would I believe in that? Why would I believe in it? Because it's real. <laughs> and, and he shows him some lightning. lightning. <laughs> and dude looks like, what the fuck? I would have run out. See that? I would have run out of the out of the room <laughs> in fear. You wouldn't. But then yeah. I would stop myself in the hallway. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, hold on. And then I'd walk back inside and be like, okay, that was just shock. Can you teach me how to do that? <laughs> and he's just like, see that? That was nothing. He's that's a, how it all begins. He's a peasant sorcerer. Yes, he's a peasant sorcerer, and that's how it all begins. And then it got, cuts from that to like some like a rainy night, right? Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine introduced his wife to this okay. recently. Okay, we both loved it, of course. Okay, and she, this part she was all in. She was like, okay, yeah, okay. And then this scene stars. Yeah. And she looks at him and goes, what the fuck have you gotten like, me I'm into? Out. Right, like yeah. she's pretty much like that music let her know what she was in for. You know, I had a very similar experience. Yeah, Because yeah, I saw yeah. the first scene. Yeah. And I was, now, okay. So I have a sensitive eye to racism. And we've we've seen some fairly racist movies, mm-hmm. and weirdly, a lot of Asian racism sure. in the in this like eighties, sure. And so, right away, I was just like, "Oh boy, here we go! They're yeah. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna, really, gonna be some racist this shit. Is gonna be some racist shit, right?" Uh, and then the um, but I was I was I, I'm in typically it's eighties right? racist shit. Yeah. Well, like to be honest, uh. I didn't have, and an I, you know, it's funny. I don't, in retrospect, think this movie is racist. In fact, it's the opposite. <laughs> I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of the opposite. I think they they were just like, let's just do a really cool movie with Asian people, and and oh, the entire cast is going to be Asian people, uh, and none of them are going to be like shitty caricatures. There's going to be a lot of like normal. Asian people that are just speaking regular English, we're not going to make them sound like cartoons and shit. Now, not everywhere, right? There were some, there were some um, caricatures mm-hmm. that were that were played up, but I think that it was done in like a very like this is fantasy kind of thing, and then the main characters were kind of like fine. Uh, so I don't, I don't like what I'm saying is to 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 kind of 
put this in my my feelings in perspective. I don't in retrospect think that this was racist, but when I was starting to watch this movie, I'm just like, okay, this is this. Yeah, I'm holding on to for the gongs. Long Duck Dong is gonna show up, and I'm gonna be really angry about it. It's funny that you mentioned that, yeah, because we're gonna get to that. And then uh, the next scene is Kurt Russell being probably the whitest person I've ever seen. Yeah, and I was in the pork chop express. In the pork chop express, talking on a fucking TV. Yeah, just Just, talking to himself in the TV. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like, oh boy, this is. It's like I told my ex-wife, I never drive (laughs) faster than I can see, and besides that, it's all in the reflexes. I like. I was like, uh, you know what? uh, What old Jack Burton always says, and I'm just like, who the fuck talks about himself like this? It's funny that you bring this up. Because this movie, and we're, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, uh-huh. actually helped uh, some movies later on down the line. And one of those movies is probably not even a surprise. Actually, two Marvel movies were influenced by this movie. Which ones? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I mean, isn't that's got to be obvious. Because this character is so similar to Star-Lord, it's ridiculous. Um. Okay. Like yeah, I, I see he, it. I see it. I see he's it. the leader, <laughs> but he's also like the clown yes. and and like yeah. Jack. Like even the line, the Jack, Jack Burton. Who he you thinks know? he's way more important than he ever actually exactly is. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. And it's it, it's that. And then the other one is actually Thor Ragnarok. And I could kind of see that when with time, like I could kind of see that with time. But yeah, Tili Wakiti, I believe, uh-huh. he said that this this movie one of his was one of his biggest inspirations for Thor Ragnarok. I okay, I can see that too. One Just, of the things that I thought when I was watching this was this movie feels way ahead of its time. Yeah, but also it would be really schlocky these days. It's crazy to see like. When I get to some of the behind the scenes stuff, this seems like Journey to the Center of the Earth bad. Like this yeah. is like the new Jumanji reboot bad. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, in in that it's just like, well, what happens next? I don't know. Some more silly shit. Yeah. And, okay, and then what? What after that? More silly shit. Yeah. How about more though? Yeah. All of it is silly shit. Right, okay. Right. All right. Well, then I guess this is some silly shit song. And like, I don't watch those movies now. Yeah. You know, like when I like, I'm not going to sit down and watch Jumanji. Sure. You know, because that not the original Jumanji, but like the new one with the I, rock. I I greatly have a problem with you comparing this to Jumanji. <laughs> I bet. This isn't have like you Jumanji. Seen the Jumanji movie. Uh, my girl, my girlfriend saw it, and I was listening to it in the okay. background. Well, it, what I'm what I'm saying is, it's just like a bunch of nonsensical fun. It's just a bunch of just like well, the next thing happens, and the next thing. Who are these guys? They're just the guys. Okay, well then, what do they do? I think they do that thing. <laughs> I think there's so much more depth to this movie than you're what? giving it. No, you, you know, we'll no. get to a lot of it. I refuse that right now. I, I really, I really hope that you can turn my fucking mind around this. I don't know because if that I'll is turn, the least thing that I think. I don't this know if movie I'll had. turn your mind around on it, but I will explain. It was no depth. It was so, just a fun ride. I used to think that when I watched it back in the day. This yeah. is honestly, if I put my chips on the table, this is probably the first time I've seen this movie in about eight years, okay. eight to ten years. Okay. But I used to watch this movie religiously back in the day, okay? okay? And, like, it was always exactly what you said, where it's just this, like, fun bullshit romp time. Yeah, yeah. Watching it now and sitting down and trying to analyze, like, everything about the movie, okay, okay. I feel very different. Like, there's careful... Ca- there's consideration in a lot of yeah. this film that was like sh- almost shocking to me when i when i <laughs> okay. when i got to it yeah so. yeah i'm i'm willing to hear you out on a lot of this good good i'm glad so 
We get uh, he gets through his his uh, rain sure. tirade, and he gets he shows up in no, San, in Chinatown, San, San Francisco Chinatown. Yeah, for sure. And he's got to deliver a shit. And yeah. this this whole scene reminded me a lot of uh, Blade Runner. You know like the, the market? You, yes, okay. I mean, one to one. Yeah, Runner, yeah, for yeah. Sure, it was the same market, but like. And then it was supposed to be the same market, sure. except for in a different year, right? Sure. Yeah, because yeah. it's also L.A. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blade Runner was. Yep. Uh, but the, um, you know what movies, there are two movies that came to mind when I was watching this. Give it to me. Ghostbusters. Okay. And the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from like Yeah, I can see that one. But, but they it just had that like, dun, 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 kind of feel to it. Sure. You know, like this like early 90s. I'm surprised people weren't dancing in the background when they were moving around. Sure. I, I don't know why, but that's... The that it was very evocative. Of okay, that stuff. I can I can buy that one. So um, he, he gets up, he sh- shows up, and the music's still going. Man, I'm loving this fucking music. And he meets up with some friends, and he's playing some. Uh, I don't know what game this is. This Chinese like gambling game that they're doing. It wasn't a game. This is just uh, them holding money in their hands yeah. and screaming things <laughs> at each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way John Carpenter actually took an actual game. He was just like, just scream at each other with money I in your hands. I guarantee this is an, a real Chinese game that, that, that they're playing. That, 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 there's no way John Carpenter would have just been like, just scream, right? But like, Dude, I, I don't know like, what the listen, game is. If I find out that it really was just John Carpenter putting money in each other's hands and yeah. just going, just scream at each other for a little while, yeah. I will be like, you know what, John Carpenter? That is genius. Yeah. That is like next level shit. <laughs> Because what it doesn't have to be anything, right? Right. You know? Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so man. yeah. So basically, they um they clean up the game the next morning, and the guy's just like, "I'm out of here because I'm broke." Yeah. And Kurt, I mean, everybody's drunk at this point yeah. for the most part, and. Kurt is like, well, come on, man, let's keep going or whatever. And then Wang, you know, starts to get a little bit salty here, yeah. and he's like, hey, uh, you know, and 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 J- and J- Jack is just having a good time. He's like, I'm sure the next time I come down here, you'll gang up on old Jack sure. Burton. No, by the way, Bullshit. you did notice that he was doing a John Wayne impression, right? We'll get to all of that. So, <laughs> really, okay. Yeah, it no. wasn't just me thinking. This no, guy there is like John Wayne. direct purpose behind. Oh, this interesting. Okay, okay, so yeah. So, um, because uh, like I've seen Kurt Russell movies, yeah, he doesn't always sound like John Wayne. No, and in this one, I was just like, is he doing a John yeah. Wayne impression? Yeah, uh, no, he absolutely is doing a John Wayne impression impersonation. So, you know, racial difference. What I thought what we had here, racial differences, was notwithstanding, and then he. he you know, Wang really gets salty and uh, yeah, he wants he, to make well, a he's bet. just like he's like I I I need that money. Yeah, let's let's double or nothing. Yeah, or he says nothing or double. Uh, come on, yeah, yeah I've yeah. got like a thousand bucks here in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, one thousand one hundred or some shit like yes. that. Yes, yeah. and he wants to he wants to do it all on splitting a fucking bottle in half. Yeah, I'm gonna split this bottle right in half. Right, and right. Jack's like, you know what? All right, fuck it. Right, throws it, but not that bottle. This bottle uh-huh, finishes yeah. drinking that one. Sure. Wang tries the trick, doesn't work. You know, and I didn't think it was going to be a trick. I thought he was going to be some kind of sorcerer, and he was going to cut it right in half. Right, he was going to get one over on old Jack. Right, and no, <laughs> didn't, didn't have it at all. <laughs> Fucked yeah, up. For sure. He's got great reflexes. We see right here, sure. and uh, now he owes him a thousand dollars. No, no, double. So it's two thousand something because he already owed him over a thousand dollars. So it's double okay. or nothing. Sure. So it's well over two thousand dollars that he owes him at this point, point. Yeah. and uh, he wants his money. And he's, he's, I don't have money like that. I'm just a poo Chinese boy. Yeah, and he's like, sure. you own a lot more than I do. You own a goddamn restaurant. Yeah, so, yeah. 
Uh, you know, and Wang says it always works at home. Well, have me over sometime, but until then, pay up. It's like two thousand two hundred. I can't remember the sure, exact. Sure, some amount, amount of money. Yeah, yeah some so large amount of money. He uh, oh, he says, God. okay. Well, I'll, I'll go I'm get it. I'm just thinking about all the fucking silly shit that happens in this movie, and I'm like, yeah. oh, we're really about to talk about all this shit. Yeah, yeah, boy. We're talking big trouble in little Chinatown. So he uh, he agrees. Okay, I'll tell you what. I need to go back to my. Uh, uh, I don't have it on me. I'm going to go back to my restaurant. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what though. Uh, I'll follow you to your restaurant. And sure. they're, they're getting ready to go, and he's like, "Wait a second, no, I'll I'll drive you." Yeah. Right? You know, I'm really to... dubious. At right? Point. Well, because he's <laughs> like, you know, I thought you were going to follow me. He's like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, until I sure. came to my senses. Yeah. So, all right, but we got to stop somewhere first. Where? Okay, to the airport. Over my dead body. No, seriously. And he's got to go pick up his girlfriend that's flying. In. No, his fiance. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. But it's still a girlfriend because yeah, your yeah. girlfriend is your fiance. Right? Sure. But he's just like like he's gonna go pick up a girl who's yep. flying over from China. Yep, who he's going to marry. Yes, exactly. And he's really into this 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 lady. Con- so. Yeah, you know. And it's funny. I don't. You get the sense of that here. Yep. Then you don't get the sense of that for a little while. I mean, everything and then you get the sense of that again. I was gonna say everything he's doing pretty much is to try of. to get there is there, like okay. So let's keep talking, right? Because they go to the airport. Sure. And they're at the airport, and uh, Jack Burton uh, sees Kim Cattrall, young yeah. Kim Cattrall. Yes. Wants to go chat with her. Super young. Yeah. When did this movie get made? 1987? Yeah, because she's in her 60s now. And seeing her that young, I was just like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, so was Kurt Russell, right? Yeah, for sure. I think Kurt Russell was like 34 or 5 when he did this movie. So he was in his 30s. He's also like in his late 60s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, well, look at him now. What an old dude, both of them, man. I love him, though, man. I love me some Kurt Russell. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into it. It's kind of funny because right now, actually, we're also watching uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and his son's in that one. So Yeah, for sure. And it looks so much like him. Yeah, man. Wow. They need to if they do another Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, you already have the actor clearly that could that, that's going to pull. it Yeah, you know, they got can't uh, Big Trouble in Little China too. Got was like yeah, greenlit with for a bit, and then got Dwayne canceled. the Rock Johnson playing this part. That's the exact opposite of what this character is supposed to be. Uh, well, but. and also what a surprise, dude! Right. Just put Dwayne Johnson in everything, right? Just put, it, it, what movie you want to make? I don't care. Just put the Rock in it. Yeah, I'm tired of the Rock. I just don't want to see them anymore. I hear you, man. You know who I'm also tired of? Who? Giancarlo Esposito. Who is that? Uh, he's the bad guy in in Mando. All right. So, anyways, in the next scene, I'm just saying because like it's no, always the same fucking, fucking character, dude. It's the same character always. You know who I could see more of? Let's he, get. He was the same bad guy in Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's the same That's bad what you guy hire in Mando. He was the same bad guy. And what's the other new thing that he's doing? Dude, we're not talking. You're talking about a guy who has his part, plays his part. We're not talking about Jeffrey. How many Wright. times am I going to see that guy? I mean, you, you want to you want to hire a minority bad guy who's going to play range? You hire Jeffrey Wright. You don't hire that guy. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd say just give it a rest for a couple of years, man. Give me yeah. a decade without that character. Yeah, although Jeffrey Wright's going to be Jim Gordon in the new Batman. Jeffrey Wright is? Yeah. No way. Yeah, absolutely. In, in Robert Pattinson's Batman? Absolutely. I could see that being the case. Yeah. He's a cool character. Yes. He's great in Westworld, so. I didn't, because I, he's in the trailer. Yeah. But I didn't know that he was going to be. The I'm ninety percent sure he's he's Jim Gordon. Now here's what I want to know. Yeah, are there already petitions for 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 a black? Uh, oh my fucking god! Uh, yeah, I, I'm shocked that there yeah. that there isn't. No, because there's already people so angry. My with, Commissioner Gordon has always been white. There's people so there would be, but people are already so angry with Robert Pattinson that this is probably like something that they've just. I don't even know why they'd be angry at Robert Pattinson. Because Robert it, Pattinson's been such a fucking great actor. Only last couple of years. recently, right? Yeah, and I, I, I try so. to break that through to people. Like, check out his recent shit. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure, it's the same yeah. walk, you know. Yeah. But 
Either way, that's not what we're reviewing no, today. He did Twilight 12 years ago, <laughs> and this guy can go fuck himself. We'll review the Batman <laughs> on our DC specials. But nonetheless, well, because we did that shitty Justice League movie. So anyways, we go into... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we will have a visual medium in the front, so you can watch us live as we're doing this, we're shit, but, do this shit. So, anyways, we uh, he tries to hit on Kim Cattrall. Things don't go very well. Meow Ying shows up. Also, the Lords of Death show up. They Jack tries to get get bad with the Lords of Death. Things do not go well for him. And this is the first time you get a guy in this movie who's. Like the hero, supposed to be the hero, and he uh, gets fucking clowned on yeah, by these young he got dudes. clowned on so, like, okay, so Easily. I, at this moment, yeah. didn't think that... He was going to be the sidekick? I didn't realize how much of a clown he was going to be. Yes. Uh, I, still, I still thought that this was going to be, full disclosure, yeah. a racist movie. Of course. And so when these guys showed up, and they were just like... Obvious Chinese bad guys, <laughs> right, you know. Right. Like I was just—they like, even had like Chinese sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. There, there was the sunglasses with the slits through yeah. them, and I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be so bad. And then he's just like, let me go do something about this. Hey, and then hey he got, you, yeah. And then he got clowned on. What? Where I, did you get that? I, I was <laughs> like, okay, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I'm into this. Yeah, that's funny. They they kidnap Miao Ying. They take off, and um, Wang and Jack try to rush after them. Almost get hit by the car. They were like. I was sweaty watching yeah, that scene, right? Because I'm thinking, okay, what's he going to do? He's going to jump in. He's going to. They're going to stop. What's yeah. going to happen? He almost got run over. Yes, yeah, almost happen. gets yeah. run the fuck over until Wang saves him. First of many, and so they get in the truck. They head over after the the Lords of Death. Try to catch up with them, but of course, a fucking eighteen wheeler, even without a trailer, isn't going to catch that fucking little. Honda yeah, that, that was like have. yeah, that was like a sports car. Right, exactly. Yeah. They get away into one of their hideouts down one of the alleys, and they try to they try to follow after him. But as the pork chop express takes a turn, we see Egg Shen, the guy from the beginning, and he's giving a tour of the Chinatown to these people, and he's going down a wrong way street, which I never realized as a kid until Wait, I watched was, it this time. Was Egg going? Egg down? is going oh, down the wrong I thought, way. I thought the uh, that Kurt Russell was. right, yeah. and I thought that too when I was a kid until I watched it this time because i was like why is he honking at him yeah. and when i was i never understood that now watching it it's clear all the cars are parked the way that jack's coming through and yeah. he's coming the other way so yeah. yeah almost hits him blazes by him heads down an alley and we see a weird chinese guy look at him as they come down and through the alley uh-huh. which of course we know later is david lopan sure so they come down and he asks for some help from a lady. She's very helpful. Uh-huh. Uh, lets him know that she hasn't seen him. And uh, they get caught, though. Uh, parade starts to come yeah, down the so end. this scene yeah. blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Sure. That this had been put in the movie. Sure. I, my jaw was on the ground by the end of this scene, <laughs> dude. Are we, are, but now, now okay. admittedly... This is where it starts. Yeah. I feel like it starts at like uh right with the with the conversation with the lawyer, right? Starts at a two, uh by the airport scene, we're at like a five. Sure. And then it goes from this, breaks the scale at thirteen, stays at thirteen <laughs> until the end of the fucking movie. I couldn't believe what happened. Right, this right, right. Yeah, so they uh see the uh, a bunch of guys in yellow turbans. Of course, Jack doesn't know anything about this shit and he asks Wang, what the fuck is going on? And they're holding a funeral for this uh, higher up guy in Chinatown who died. And he, but he like right away explains this is like a this is like um, a, go- 
a gang thing, but these are like good guys. These are the good guys, right? Good guy gang, but they're a gang, right? They're still a gang, but they're like a protective gang of of the people in this area. I remind the audience he is in a semi. Yes, right. I mean, just the the uh, eighteen wheeler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, he's not. He doesn't have a bed. The cab. Yeah, he doesn't have the bed with him or anything. But uh, he um, is in the smallest street. Yes, you could possibly like it's a street the size of you know. A, like a hallway, like you, yeah. you could fucking set like six to seven people abreast. That's yeah. It. And so I'm like, how did he even think that this was a place where you could drive into? You right. know. Uh, so yeah, that was just a big part for me because yeah. it just it was the cramps. The, I was so cramped watching this. Yeah, I yeah. felt cramped. And they're having a nice peaceful walk through, and he, and Wang is just like basically just let him go through, and then we'll be able to pass him, and everything will be okay because it's not going to be a big d- deal. Jack looks and he sees something in his rearview mirror, though. Yeah, he's and like, he has, hey, do you guys have any yeah. people that don't like him? Yeah. Uh, we have any come. enemies? Yeah. Guys in red turbans? Holy shit, Jack. Yeah. These guys are animals. And they come through. And the Wing Kong leader, the guy with, like, the hair, the long hair, he's got, like, uh, butcher knives and stuff like that. You you recognize that guy? Uh, Yes, but also no. Yeah, he's when in, I saw him, I was just like, sure. oh, this guy again. Tons but, of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's in a bunch of John Carpenter stuff. He's in uh, uh, Die Hard, the first Die Hard movie, of course. Okay, he's yeah. in that gang. Does, um, does John, the darn John Carpenter make Die Hard? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, he was in like uh, Prince of Darkness. He was in... Um, Trying to think of all the John, he's in at least three John Carpenter sure, movies. Okay. But that's got, Carpenter has always done that. Kept like a lot of guys from yeah, movie to movie. Either, or yeah. yeah, exactly. So they have a bit of a Chinese standoff. Yeah, that's literally what he refers to it as. Right, a Chinese Don't standoff. Say a word. Like yeah. they're going to hear you out of yes, like the, yeah. the, and they're just staring Everything at each other. Everything was so over the top, dude. Every line in this movie, of course. Was over the top. So anyway, they start fighting. They start gunning each other down. Well, first the gun start. Yes. And then, like, like you, you're like, okay, they just start shooting at each yeah. other, really blowing up everything. Yes, yeah, bullets are out. Yeah, but these are Asians, man. Yeah, they have karate skills. Hey, okay. yeah. They start coming out of the alleys with like with the, long poles. The, yes, yeah, the staff. Sure. And then the the Wing Kong guys start coming out. Yes. and they're ready. They run to out fight. of their knives, and, and then, then they, they literally just... start fighting like. Uh, uh, the two towers yeah. style fighting. You yeah, know? Like, this uh, is like Helm's Deep, hands hand to hand combat. <laughs> yeah. People going through Rushing windows, into each other, like right. like cresting with how many guys getting are getting stabbed in the dick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah a dude getting sure. sliced the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, this is some like Thrown brutal ass windows. combo. Yeah. Yeah, like I was. Like I said, I couldn't believe that they had spent money on this scene. Uh, they <laughs> have a scene ended. where a guy blocks a hit, and then like you see him hit the guy's elbow, and it completely yeah. pushes his fucking arm. The other, it's some, it's actually some decent brutal fighting and shit, especially for like the eighties. Well, um, yeah, but uh, this is now this is what I mean about, and I'll bring this up a lot sure. in this uh, review. This is what I mean about this movie being ahead of its time. It was trying to do a lot of things mm-hmm. that even practically. Could not really be done in a, sure, in a sure. convincing way. Mm-hmm. It it so it plays very silly. Okay, which I know that he kind of played into that. Of course, right? yeah. John Carpenter's regularly done that, but it didn't have the same gravitas that um, the thing did. Okay, because in the thing there was a lot of like practical effects that looked silly. Yeah, but it still had like a weight to it. I feel like in this one he kind of played into the idea of it being lighthearted. I mean, the yeah, no purposely. Yeah, though, like the thing is a horror movie. This one he he 
actually what did he refer this to like uh a chinese mythological action comedy okay. like that's that's what he basically sure. broke it down and, and i mean you see all those things in this in yeah, this, this film, has so. a very asian exploitation kind of feel to it somewhat but where like, it's just like super hyperbolized yeah, but, i mean how from, many wait a second how many asian exploitation films have you actually seen Mm, not many. Yeah, any. I don't think. You, but well, but this is, this is a much genre more for sure. dark than that stuff. Though. I don't know about dark. What? I mean, like you don't have dudes like pinching nipples and so, like like I don't know, man. You should watch some Shaw Brothers. There's a clear difference between that stuff and what this is right okay. here. Like I I know what you're saying. It has a hint of that, yeah. but it's definitely not like to that level. Like there's literally movies where like guys like pick up needles and they're like stick like doing karate things and then like trying to stick needles in different spots. Yeah, but spots this is kind of that. I disagree. I mean Raiden literally comes down in the Wait, fucking Well, scene. I mean, okay. So, but that's different to me because okay, right. the three yeah, they're fighting along and sure. the three storms the show three up. storms. Yes, yeah. exactly. Eternal This is going on for a long time. Yes. And then a little the too three long storms. Come, yeah, yes. and then the three storms come out. Yes. And at this point I was like, "What in the fuck is happening anymore i this this um really turned this movie into a thing i was not expecting it to be sure yeah this is where i lost the idea of it being like some racial yeah some racial thing and then i was just like okay so this is just like fantasy yes absolutely and yeah the three uh three uh, eternal masters show up thunder rain and lightning and um these dudes so these guys land they do their like tricks, right? They're like, ha, ha, and eventually lightning lands, and he shoots lightning between his hands, and like has lightning eyes to yeah. like show these guys how serious they are. Yeah, and they start shooting at them with guns. Like this dude was shooting the lightning between his hands. Well, you don't know that they're not going to die to guns. I would still shoot, especially if I think I'm about to die. I would run. When I saw these guys show up, and, like, the fact that they come down on lightning, and one guy just flips from out of nowhere from, like, a rain cloud. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm no longer a ganger. Like, (laughs) I'm throwing off my turban, and I'm I'm going to become a lawyer or some, like, regular job (laughs) after that. I'm I'm done with all this shit. I'm going to get a job at a grocery store. Exactly. I'm I'm done with all this I'm a nobody is what I think. (laughs) Then happens, like, I see where you're coming from, like, some of the silly shit. Like, because they have this ridiculous knife routine they pull up, they do. With the little they, hands? Where, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. each, like, reach in, yes. grab a knife, ah, Yeah, flip, and then they flip and, and then throw, throw the knife into the dudes. And that's when hell breaks loose, because they sure. re, they retrieve their weapons. Sure. One being two hands. Two yeah, metal the two hands. little tiny little hands. Yeah. That made and, me laugh. I wonder if that's a real weapon. And one of them the is like, like, like the spin, yeah, two yeah. bag scratchers. Right. And then the other one's the spinning needles guy. Right. He's just <laughs> spinning in his hands. And Wang is like, dude, enough, Jack. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We, and he, I feel like at that point, both of them were just like, hey, we have nothing to do here. Yeah. Can we just go? Yeah, exactly. And they get through those guys who kind of ignore them. Yeah. Then, Super uh, ignore them. Exactly. They, walk, right, they, they don't even try to hurt them. They're just like, yeah, you have no business here. Please right. leave. Get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. here. And then we see a big dude, basically a very classical Chinese sort of like, you know, sorcerer, mystical yeah, sorcerer sure. sort of guy. Yeah, evil guy. And they run through the dude, cut, get out. And I then, laughed so hard. That practical just, effect <laughs> looks so silly, dude. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. It absolutely does. <laughs> It looked like they ran over a mannequin. 
Like yes. straight up, it just like falls over without it. Exactly, kind of exactly. And uh, Jack jumps out to see what the fuck happened, and David Lopan blinds the fuck out of him. Wang rescues him, gets him out of there. They get the fuck. They go through like a weird like window like great thing and they no yeah i guess they they go through the yellow turban guys yeah, what are yeah, they the fucking actually guys. called i have no idea dude i lost all the names but then as they're walking in the bad guys were walking and no so like that guy sees him through right. the tunnels and, and then they see that that the yeah the wing kong guys are, yeah. are coming after them so they take off through like the tunnels yeah and wang takes them back to his dad's restaurant sure. from there now this is where um i feel like he's wang yeah. Is way too chill for his fiance to just have gotten kidnapped. Sure. Because they're just kind of like chilling, eating. He's having a cool conversation. No, remember, he kind of like gets pissed off about it. He's like, do we need to do something now? I don't know. I don't know. In this moment, he seemed very chill. He's just like, hey, man. You well, know, like, Jack has to file his insurance claim. Yeah. For, yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, he's filing his insurance claim over yeah. the phone. Yep. And then the other guy shows up. And, well, more importantly, Wang's dad starts to explain a little yeah. bit of what's going on sure. and shit like yeah. that, you know. and A little and bit then, of what we already know, though. Sure. Yeah, I feel like they but, never, they in exposition never say more than what we already knew. I don't think that's true when Egg shows up later. Because Egg starts to explain what David Lopan, and we're getting ahead of ourselves, so I don't okay, want to do okay, that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Right. So, the uh, the fatter Asian guy shows up, the uh, and he starts talking about what actually happened with the guy, and he was actually a mob hit and yeah. this and that, and that's why the, that whole thing was going on. And, that's and they were where... just trying to sell the girls. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. it was very typical was like kidnap and dump sort of thing, gun. right? Not yeah. not something any any more special than that. Yeah. So they weren't special. They just were being kidnapped at the airport, right? Get trafficked. Gracie Law shows up. Uh, they come up with a plan to get Wang Chi's girlfriend back, and it's a pretty good plan. They're going to head to the whorehouse. And, uh, and he dresses up like a different guy. He dresses up like a complete loser. Yeah. And they... Like go- a guy who's just going to go buy... A, a whore. A, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess, yeah. Yeah, thing is to make him... The thing is to make him drop their guard. I'll try. Thing is to look stupid. He does. Yeah. And he goes in there and he asks for a girl with green eyes, which is like, what a fucking Mark thing to do. Like, like, like this lady clearly yeah, knows. But also, are, are really, like, that can't be possible. That, What's that? Like, that Asian people don't have green eyes. No. Like, I feel like that's, like, that's a silly thing. Actually, I'm sure it's probably very rare. I mean, it's as rare as green eyes just generally are. No, I mean, which is already rare. But, like, think about it. Like, how many Africans do you know with, like, blue eyes? Really? No, I don't You don't know. even know any Africans. That's true. So, I know a single African. Right. So, I mean, like, I think it's a rarity that, that they would have green eyes. But, yeah, things don't go well for them there. And the as he's there hooking up with his whore, uh, the, I don't, uh, just one of the storms shows up. Lightning shows up. And Jack again tries to like play the tough guy here and punches punches lightning a couple times in the face and just gets thrown through a fucking wall by lightning. Lightning grabs Miao Ying and takes the fuck off with her. So they head back to I think they head back to Gracie Law's apartment, right? Gracie Law's apartment? Yeah, they head after they, they have the problem at the whorehouse, they head back to Gracie Law's apartment. Because he sits down and he's like all pissed off and he like gets thrown in a rocking chair and then they see that Gracie Law was picking up a Chinese girl that looked a lot like Miao Ying as well. And they come up with a plan, and Jack and Wang are going to head to the Wing Kong Exchange and just walk in and try to get the girl back there because they know where they, they took Miao Ying to. And they head over there, and while this is happening, 
the other two, Eddie and uh, Gracie Law, head back to um, Wang's dad's place. And when they get there, Egg Shan is there. And he really starts to break down what's actually going on with David Lopan and why the elementals are working with him, which I don't really understand. That's probably one of the few things that was kind of weird to me. They, they yeah, don't really I have a even real know. reason why they're with exactly. him. So it's such a small reason and such a like casually explained thing that I just thought that he that they were his bodyguard. Yeah, I, when, I remember when I was them. a little kid, I thought that too. Yeah. But watching it now, I see that they were like tied to him. for the, Some, yeah, You know, I mean, they, they it would have been better if they would have just been like, he summoned them, so they're bound yes, to him or that's something. That's what like I that. thought it was. Right, That he right. summoned them in the street is what I thought. Sure, sure. Happened. Yep. And then we get we cut back over to Jack and Wang, whose plan is just to take a telephone in with them and act like they're telephone operators <laughs> changing the line. And of course that does not go well for them, so they get captured. And they start getting tortured by the different uh by Thunder, actually, at that point. Yeah. Um Who is the funniest of the three, I think. Yeah. He's the big guy, right? He's the, the, yeah, the he's guy. A, the Chinese yeah. bodybuilder. Yep. Yeah, so sure. uh the How much he was like straining yeah the whole time made me uncomfortable like yeah. he was hurting himself yeah so um i'm sorry but rain is the one who's torturing him first mm-hmm. they give him to thunder thunder takes him over to the the lockup room yeah yeah while they're there eddie and gracie law and gracie law's friend show up to try to do something the as journalist. well the journalist right and when they show up it cuts back to jack and, and uh wang Jack and Wang are taken to David Lopan, who now, at this point, David Lopan is just a fucking old-as-shit dude. Yeah. Definitely a, doesn't look like a like like a sorcerer or anything. Right. right? He just looks like an old man. Absolutely. Yeah. And they have a lot of verbal sparring at this point, sure. and Jack trying to get the better and talking shit to him. And, yeah. and then they just kind of go back and forth for a while. And he keeps making fun of him, like like he believes in this bullshit, and he... And he Kind of tease him. He's like, oh, yeah, your plan is to go on and r- rule from beyond the grave. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Or check into a psych ward, whichever happens first. And, yeah. and yeah, he gets really he's salty. talking shit. Yes. Uh, and Lil Pan gets really salty. And as he's getting salty, he sees that uh, these other people are at the front desk. And while those people are out there, they're kind of demanding to hear a story and this and that. And uh, the security's like, we can't do anything for you. And are you going to try to lock us out? And yeah, then, yeah. of course... Uh, Thunder shows up, takes them with him, and he, you know, kidnaps them as well. So pretty easy peasy shit. So funny backstory about Thunder. Uh-huh. Chinese bodybuilder. Okay. Until this movie, could not speak English. Okay. They taught him how to speak English for those couple parts just that he those, speaks English, yeah, right, in this movie. Words, and that's yeah, it, sure. man. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. A little, little funny thing. So Wang and Jack are kind of freaking out. Wang kind of... Jack's like, dude, you're not telling me everything that's going on here. And Wayne kind of breaks down he's a lot of... He's insisting it to him. Yes. And at this point, he's just like, listen, it's all myths, you know? Yeah. Like, this guy's supposedly like a 2,000-year-old dude. Nobody believes that. Right. Or at the very least, you know, like, we pretend not to believe that. Right. that'd be wild. Exactly. Uh, but you're kind of getting an idea that this is like a 2,000-year-old dude. Yes. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. these myths are real. Yeah. Reality, right? So... Um, now, is this where they explain his backstory? Has Have they already explained his backstory? Like, why he needs to... Have the like the green eyed lady already? Yeah, right. Because he explains that to them. Egg Shan does. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, no, no. Not egg. Didn't they have this conversation there? 
Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, no, David Lopan kind of breaks down that he wants, uh, he needs a green-eyed girl to break his curse yes. that he's been, and that's why he's been deathless on this world, and he cannot yeah. go, he cannot He needs pass to marry a, a green-eyed girl. And then sacrifice her yeah. to the god so that he can be lifted from his, the curse yeah. that he has right now. That's why he has no body, has no form to him. So that's why you, they're able to run through him, though, and knock him over, which is kind of weird, but yeah. whatever. It doesn't really matter that much. And as they're talking in their little cell, Thunder shows up to drop Eddie off. And, of course, they pull one over on Thunder. They try to, uh, you know, strong arm him. Things don't go well for Jack again. He almost goes down a fucking well. They do lock the door on Thunder, though. Almost so. dies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Although, he, when he grabbed himself, I was just like, that's some arm strength, dude. Hell like, yeah, bro. Yeah. That is one of those things where... It inspires me to work out a little bit. <laughs> it's just yeah. like cliffhanger inspired yeah, me. Yeah. Like, did you don't want to be like not able to do one pull up? Because if you can't do one pull up, you might be in some situation in your life where you just die. Basically, you're like, I can't even do a single pull up. See ya, and then you just. Fall I'm pretty death. sure that pull ups aren't real and that no one can actually do a pull up. That's just a, a a lie perpetuated by the media. You might want to go to the gym, my friend. There are literally pull up bars there. Pull-ups don't exist. Okay. So, anyways, after that, they go to rescue the girls because Eddie brings up that they were brought into there. And they rescue all of them except for Wang's fiance. They rescue all of them except for Wang's fiance, Miao Ying, because she's in a different part of yeah, the building, as yeah. we know. Um, there. They, uh, we see, the, and we see why, because David Lopan goes to see her. Yeah. And she's, she, like, he's basically, like, in a spirit form. Yeah, here, she's and, just floating there for sure. Yep. And, uh, and then we see him like travel through the walls and shit. right, like, exactly. Okay, so this guy's like for sure like an apparition, absolutely. And so we see Jack and the and Eddie and Wang uh, rescue all the girls, and they get out of that area. They get into a place where they're in. They 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 jump in the water. They kind of uh, yeah, you know, that's how they're getting out. I thought, but don't do they go into like that warehouse area first, and then they go into the water. No, no. They, nope. You're right. So they go. They jump into the water. They swim yeah. through it. They pop up in this warehouse yes. area. Okay. Yeah. So as they're running through the warehouse, they get to the big. They're ass about door. to get out of there. They yeah. open the bay door, yeah. and then there's and just he, a bunch he, of wing like, Kong. But he, but he, uh, he. All right. From here, everything's pretty normal. We're yeah. gonna open this door. Run right out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just like, there's gonna be stores and shit. Don't you know? Don't draw a lot of attention to yourself. Yep. Opens the door. Definitely not that situation. No, a bunch of wing Kong guys there. Close the door. Think we're trapped. Yep. And they, they start the door. Yeah, busting sure. through the door. Hide! They didn't see you. They only saw me and Wang. Yeah. Just go hide. Yeah. And the guys bust through the door. Uh, Jack shoots one of them. Yeah. Oh, shoots a bunch of shoots, them. Shoots. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. shoots a bunch into the into there. Gets a couple of them down. Yeah. He's on empty though. And uh, rush in. And then they all start rushing in. He goes to try to reload. He try, He's trying to get his shit together. While he goes to get his shit together, Wang beats the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, he like runs around the up. corner to try to like reload get his gun reload or whatever. Gun. Comes around the other end, and yeah. Wang has just laid everyone out. And he's just looking around, and time to go. Yeah. And they get the fuck out of there at this point. Yeah. Until they get into the bus, because she basically... They, now, they're about to get out. Yes. And they're like at the real door to get out. Yes. And the statue's eyes start moving. Yes. And so you're just like, oh, okay. Something was about to happen. 
And then he's just like, okay, I'm going to bake, uh, bake well, diversion. Well, they hold up the, the front the front guys. Well, then because he says, remember, they're still... Then he says, I'm going to make a big diversion. Then everybody gets out. Why don't you just reach for the sky? Yeah, and then everybody starts running except for... Gracie uh, Law. Yeah, Gracie Law, who gets pulled in by some giant monster orangutan. Which you thing. can't really see. It's like just yeah. his arm that you see that grabs yeah, her. Yeah, sure. They yeah, all just... she looks in. She's just like, oh, what's in here? Right. And then he gets... Dragged in by a monster, I guess. Wang Chi's bus is out there, so they all jump into Wang Chi's bus. Wang Chi's bus? I thought it was... was Egg Shan. Egg Shan. They all jump into Egg Shan's bus, and then the security comes rushing out with AK-47s and just unloading into their fucking bus. Like, literally unloading. They're just like, okay, well, I guess we'll murder everybody out here. We're just going to shoot the fuck out of everybody that's getting into this bus, which is fucking crazy, but, well... And also, none of them get hurt. Right, absolutely. I because that's the biggest crazy part. They didn't get Mao Ying. They didn't get, and Gracie gets caught by. But as you point out, Gracie gets caught by a Bigfoot. Yeah, uh, who screams in her face that finally calms her down. Chan sings. That's what the yellow turban guys are called again. Okay, so at this scene, um, the Bigfoot takes Gracie Law back to David Lopan. They all sit together. He notices she's got green eyes as well. Yep. which begs a question. Yeah. If he could just sacrifice any woman with green eyes, he could have had a white girl with green eyes a long time ago. A million billion years ago. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because there was a point where an Irish chick. How come, you know, like you haven't done this? Like, do you you have any idea how rare, you know, like an Asian person with green eyes is? Yes. And then also, you know, there must have been other broads that teach. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, if it can be a white girl, then it should have just been a white girl. Right. It's very odd. Like, you could have been out of prison. Or maybe, years ago, maybe he just but you had wanna... to eat this meal rather than this special yeah, meal. Yeah, because it's and... 2,000 years. Yes. And he's been an apparition on the world for 2,000 years. So, yeah. like, he didn't have to wait until he was in the U.S. He could have done this in Europe. True. It's the story. He could have looked it up. He could have gone on Wikipedia. Yes. And just typed, where is the country with most green eyes? Yes. And then he could have emigrated there. Because he's an apparition, customs isn't going to stop him. Yep. Egg, Egg Shan takes him back to their uh, his building. The Chang Sings start to show up, and people start to freak out a little bit. But no, 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 no. The Chang Sings, again, they're the good gang, because they yep. wear the yellow turbans. Yeah, yeah. He's a very... This Egg Shan, he's a very rich guy. Rich? This place is a dump, Wang. So, here's a funny scene. They get ready to get their shit together to head out, because they're going to go confront David Lopan. They get into the back room, and the dude has a fire pole down into the Chinese underworld, which is very... They get into the underworld Chinatown, and it's like a sewer, but not really a sewer. And at the same time, uh, we have wedding preparations going on for David Lopan. Mm-hmm. And they just do a bunch of like funny dances and stuff like that and mm-hmm. different maneuvers. And they do a test where they have to touch this like fucking uh, ball, and it lights up, and yeah. everything goes well. because they, yeah. they And they both ta- pass the test that David Lopan gives them. Sure. So they're both good enough to be his brides. Yep. As they're traveling through the underworld, this is kind of like cool stuff to me. And this is where I was okay. like... This is where I was really feeling like it was Journey to the Center of the Earth slash Jumanji. This is sure. why I started thinking this. So like... Because of this scene. I love that like Wang, they break down like what actually happened, why this is even here. Because mm-hmm. in ancient China, yeah. basically, the gods got upset with them and... They turned the world upside down. And this is like what's left over of that world that was turned upside down. Like the world we live in now yeah. is what 
was came after, but where we're walking right now is all what was before. Yeah, the it's world. like the destroyed world. Yes, yeah. exactly. Where and it's, it's like, like black water. And there's even a it's the name the swamp has a name to it because sure. David Lopan brings it up or whatever later. Yeah, and he's like, "What is all this shit? Black blood of the earth? Yeah, for sure. You mean oil? Yeah. No, black blood of the earth." Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then this the, as they're talking and walking, this like monster thing yeah, comes out, like weird spider monster thing. Absolutely, and like. Wang Just eats a guy. Eats a guy. Wang throws something at that yeah. wall, that hole and says, it will come out no more. And that's yeah. kind of like, you just move on from that thing. And then that's, 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 yeah, and yeah, exactly. that was the it's, thing that happened, right. and now we continue forward. <laughs> Same thing with the um, with the giant orangutan monkey monster thing, yeah. where it was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And he's just for here for this scene. We he's, won't see him yeah. again. Well, no, well, you see him a couple times. Okay. But, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he's just like no that's a point thing to that, that that doesn't get resolved. It's Absolutely, like a thing that Absolutely. happens. It's and just one of the things that exists in this world. After this, Egg Shan kind of starts to break down everything that's going on and what, and how they have to fight David Lopan and where how they have to yeah. wait and stuff like that to do everything um, the correct way. They show up in in Lopan's like main office area and like nobody's there and. He mentions that no one's going to be there because they're at the wedding. They're at the wedding, right? Exactly. And you also get a uh, um, they they head down a hallway, and as they head down the hallway, these two like statuesque creatures like walk by. And you know, when I was a kid, I always thought these were like dudes dressed up in armor or something like that, like a regular Chinese dude in like armor. But clearly, they're not. No, they're, they're like they're, actual creatures. Yes, that are like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're like guardian kind of things. Yes, and I, I don't know. Another cool thing that I that oh, I really sure, liked yeah. on, on, on the rewatch. The rewatch so, yeah. Uh, then, of course, the Beholder shows up and uh, starts talking, and David Lopan knows that they're there now, and he starts talking shit. That's when he mentions that they, they took him to the, through the Swamp of Sorrows sure, or whatever the fuck yeah. the, the actual name is. And uh, he starts talking shit to him and breaks down his plan because that's what you did in the seventies and eighties. You, as a villain, you explained exactly yeah. what uh, you know, you're about to do. Exactly. So the name of that thing is the Bog of the Dead Trees. Oh. And Jack Burton does the Jack Burton thing. Tries to shoot the Beholder. Doesn't yeah. really do anything. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. You got to try it. They eventually make it to David Lopan's main office. They're gonna head downstairs. And Egg Shan gets them all high. They all get fucked up. Yeah. They all feel really good. That was really funny. They were just chilling for a little bit. And he's just like, yo, let's take a second for uh, for me to whip up some some cool little drugs for you guys. They all take a shot. They get into the, the elevator. Yes. And I thought that they were all going to start making out. You know, like it just had that very. It had like a really porno kind of vibe. Well, they all they all had a positive vibe. Yeah, that, yeah. Know? I don't know. They all like were I mean, just that's like what he says. they were staring at each other yeah. and they were just kind of feeling like, really good. They're being a little coy with each other. Yeah. You know, and I was like, what the fuck is about to happen here? Yeah. Nope, and then they're the, high. Yeah, they were just high. They're just high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they show up at the wedding. They watch it for a little bit, and as he's going through his whole ceremony and whatnot, they're they're just waiting for their time to actually do something. But then that fucking little piece of shit beholder catches him again, gives the eye over to Lop- Lopan. Yeah. Lopan notices him there. Wang stabs the fucking thing to death, which is funny that the bullet didn't work, but he could just stab sure, it right in his shit. And that yeah. was no problem. everything is arbitrary in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Look out, guys! And they turn around, and then the music gets ready, and you're, and then, and then, and then uh, Jack shoots the Uzi into the sky. Yeah. It's it's actually a Tech Twenty Two, but okay. Uh, it's it's an Uzi for everybody else. Okay. Uh, the rocks fall on his head, yep. and he's just out. Yep. <laughs> he is knocked the fuck like, out. Okay, yep. Yeah. 
I'm and everybody like, okay, just yeah, starts this tracks. fighting it down, man. We get into a real fight. So, uh, oh my god! And then the ring, yep. where he where he looks down and he's just like peasant sorcery. And then uh, he does the purple ring, and um, and the and Lopan does the mm. green ring. Yeah, yeah, with the pinkies. Yes. And then the beams come out, and then yeah. they make like two. two Fighters, Se- yeah, two yeah. two Chinese fighters uh, who are then just fighting each other, yeah. and then the other guys are just like like Dragon Ball Z fighting, yeah. but it's two actual fighters. Yeah, uh, this again is one of those scenes where I'm just like, this movie was ahead of its time. Yeah, this is one of those scenes. As I watched it this time, I was like, I didn't really mind it when I was a kid, sure. and I thought to myself, this would be so much cooler nowadays. Like you would have yes. like power, like these beings yes. like fighting each other. Well, and shit I like think that. a lot of this movie could be serviced. I feel like um, Carp- John Carpenter just wanted to do a bunch of stuff that were in his head that directors these days get free reign to do. Right. And directors, the directors back then had to really bend over backwards to do it even badly. Right. Even badly. Yeah. He had because like a, a part, a big part of what I um, saw in the, in the, like the critical reception of this was that people were just like, oh, this is just a vehicle for special effects. So, like, this was, like, cutting-edge special effects. In 1986. John Carpenter was really, like, really putting down some, like, movie magic. But in retrospect, he was trying to do a thing that it just was not the year to do yet. Yeah. I think that if this movie was made now, it would be a Jumanji. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or it would be rated R, and it would be more bloody and shit like that uh, but i don't know but yeah, I love he the, wasn't trying to go serious with it i love the wang and rain fight that's just great to me like the sword fight that they're having i love okay. that whole scene yeah and uh wang's the real badass of this movie well we'll get to a lot of that okay. <laughs> later on but uh i just i don't know wang just the, his fight and then he just because he's like c- kind of like equaling you know sure. this like ele- elemental the, yeah, and the, the elemental's like what the fuck and he's just like you know, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. show you the eyebrow. Yeah, okay. He's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm a badass too. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, and he really like, is. He, he's right. like, he whoops everyone's ass throughout right. the whole movie. And uh, the, the, the spiritual fight is a little bit silly, but then like. It's more than a little bit silly. But then it's a great, because like lightning uh, tries to like get one over on Egg Shan yeah. and shoots lightning at him and he yeah. flips out a fucking fan and yeah. shoots it right back at him. <laughs> just blasts the shit out of him, yeah. which is weird that he's made of lightning, but, but his, his, own his lightning, lightning kills him. But just yeah. shocks the fuck out of him. Yeah. Really funny. But then uh, Lopan, his basically his whole um, the the first part of his wedding is over with. Now he is he is you can see him becoming flesh at this point. His he's got uh, skin there and whatnot. And uh, so he takes off at this point with Miao Ying and Thunder. Uh, lightning shoots down the fucking thing so nobody can follow them past there. And then they just kind of mop up. There's a lot of mopping up and cleaning up. Uh, Jack and Gracie, Jack gets Gracie Law. Your orangutan Bigfoot shows up, tries to grab, <laughs> grab uh, Jack. She like kicks him in the, like the knee and he lets go because he's fucking a giant orangutan that gets hurt by getting kicked in the knee. Jack Burton gets yeah. her, and they jump into the fucking elevator. Because he's absolutely not an obstacle. He's right. just a thing that's there. <laughs> exactly, yeah, no doubt. Uh, a, lo- a lot of cleanup here, because like, uh, yeah. Wang kills uh, uh, Rain at this point, yeah. and Wang Chi just starts blowing down things and shit like that, and uh, tearing down the whole house at this point. Yeah. Uh, Jack and um, uh, Gracie Law get up to the main office of David Lopan, and they get out and they c- confront David Lopan, and uh, it's David Lopan and Thunder, 
And they're kind of fucked at this point, and Jack is just talking shit and kind of stalling. And he, you know what Jack Burton shows at a time like this? And then, of course, the real hero, Wang, shows up. What the hell? And then they start fighting, and Thunder fights against Wayne. It's just a funny fight between them two because he's just running all over the place. Yeah. And Thunder's trying to chase Heather, and there's just shit flying everywhere. As Wang is trying, and he just Wang just gets uh, like a couple like cheap shots on him yeah. and stuff like that, kicks him in the back when he gets around him. There's a scene where like <laughs> there's like this like nice like statue on uh, this. Uh, there's a nice statue on a table, and Wayne runs past it. Thunder runs up to it, just like gets pissed, and smashes yeah, the statue yeah. in half. Uh, David Lopin and Jack, of course, have a little shit talking thing here, and Jack tries to pull the shot, throws his knife at Lopin, completely misses, <laughs> doesn't even get close to yeah. him. Uh, Lopin picks up the nice, nice knife, throws it at him. But then, of course, we get back to the first, you know, early scene in the movie. His reflexes are super fast, so he snatches the knife out of the air, throws it back at Lopin. Finally gets his first win of the actual movie that he does something helpful. Uh, Hits him right between the head, falls over. The every single statue in the room falls over because David Lopin falls over. Wang comes running back into the room. Thunder sees Lopin <laughs> dead and literally self-destructs. Yes, he can't control himself anymore. And he lets himself go and explodes as they run away. In a very David Carpenter yeah, explosion. John Carpenter sort of. Er, yeah, explosion. John Carpenter yeah. explosion. Absolutely, absolutely. And um as he's going supernova, everything's starting to fall apart in this whole place. It's almost like Lopan was connected to this actual building. And as he's dead, the building's starting to fall apart. As they're starting to fall apart, they're trying to run away. Egg kind of rescues them. She shouts down to him. They they take off. As he's as he's rescuing them, lightning shows up and he's lightning bolting every like wall and ceiling and the ceilings are like falling behind him. He's kind of like an unstoppable force, but of course, Egg stops him by throwing a fucking statue right on his head, just yeah. knocks him the fuck down from that. They jump into the car, or I'm sorry, they jump into the truck, and the truck starts up, and they get the fuck out of there. Everyone heads back to Wang's restaurant, and... They have a really nice um, yeah. resolving conflict or conflict resolution scene. Yes, they just kind of talk about everything, yeah. and that's kind of the, the cleanup of Wang, this. Wang pays up. Yep. Wang pays up. Egg's gonna head out. Egg's like, you know, uh, the work. Everything's done here that I needed to do. So it's time to just have a rest. And he, you know, asks him if he's gonna head back to China. No, China's always in the heart, and yeah. he just kind of takes off. And then the great. He gets him paid nothing or triple. And he said, yeah. "You only owed me double. Yeah, you earned it. Yeah, you're right. I did." And. Uh, there's a little talk between Grace and him about yeah. how, you know, she could get it. She's just like, yeah, just get a trailer. We'll move in together. And he's just like, nah. I, I don't think that's going to happen. And then the girl's uh, like, I piss you're off. not even going to kiss her? And he's like, nope. No. And just walks the fuck out, right? And uh, as, before he walks out, uh, Wang mentions something to him. And yeah, he's he just says, like, we really fucking did it today. We really shook the pillars of heaven, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. No horse shit. Yeah. No horse shit, Jack. Takes off. He had a real special moment there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, they're good friends. It was more. Man, so. It was more of a special moment than he had with Grace. It's which kind I of liked. right. I yeah. do too, and it's kind of ridiculous, right? Because this is his like yeah, best friend, and they've been through some shit. Kind of the best friend. They've known each other for good years. friend. Yeah, right. Yeah, they've been through some shit, but clearly they've never been through anything this ridiculous. Nobody's ever been through. Right. Shit like exactly. This. You know, at this point, you sit down and you're just like, I don't know. I need to decompress. Maybe talk to somebody. Yes. But he was just like, No, I'm gonna go back on the road. Yeah. And then they like 
you know, like grab each other's Do the hands. thing. Yeah. The 1980s scene. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Jumps in this truck, takes off, back on the CB, talking his shit. And, yeah. of course, we are not go- done with their orange yeah. orangutan. That fucking orangutan <laughs> crawls out of the bag. <laughs> oh, no. And then the music I was just hits. like, dude, you're not scary. No. Yeah. What, you want to just ride? Right. You're just going somewhere. Yeah. Do you need me to drop you off at the closest gas station? I can give you a ride. And uh, I wouldn't have even been afraid of this guy. Right. Been like, oh, like, yo, what up, dude? New pet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like, are you... Did you need some? I mean, because I'm guessing Lopan took care of you before, and he's dead. <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. Did you need something to eat, dude? Are right, you I got you. I got you. So, and that's the end of the movie, right there. We we go on to an outro with uh, J, uh, John Carpenter himself singing "Big Trouble in Little China." Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's there's a music video for this. I should I should have shared it with you before. He's like, it's so 1980s. John, Car- John Carpenter is uh, quickly becoming, um, in my mind, a director who is just doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up clown shoes. Yeah, and dude, sometimes like, I love clown shoes. You so, know what, though? Mad props for a dude who's just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. And and then in every movie, just did whatever he wanted. Not only that, but there were like, you know, studios that were like, hey, we don't want you. No, I'm doing it this way yeah. or I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. Basically, that was that's why he actually almost stopped making movies because sure. people were too like into like what he was going to do. Yeah. Now and he now, just kind of supports hold on. other movies. Now, give me the box office on this one. Tell me the tell me the box office. I don't want to give you the box office. Tell me the box office. Okay. (laughs) How much did this movie cost to make? $25 million. $25 million. How much did it bring in? Not even half that. (laughs) $11 million. (laughs) Fucking wild, man. This is the the world was just like, this? Yep. No more of that, please. (laughs) This is this is like, okay, so this movie is the definition of a cult classic. Like, yeah, a movie that initially failed completely and later was liked by a small uh, cult. And it's and it's done. You know, one of the things is done very well every time they've released a new DVD for it. So there's definitely a following. There's definitely because they've done like three different types of DVD releases or Blu-ray releases and things of that nature for it. And each time they they did very well. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely got a following. But like you point out, this is not a popular movie at the time or anything of that nature. And I think it's mostly because people didn't really know what this was. Like, what do do you, what is this, right? There's a lot of that. There was a lot of like, there's no story here. I read that Roger Ebert was just like, this is, you know, a movie that's a vehicle for just 3D or for... um, Actually, I know. Mm-hmm. Because I thought, if I remember correctly, I looked up Robert Ebert's uh, statements on this, mm-hmm. and he actually made made a complaint that I would kind of agree with, to be honest. Like the he specifically said, the first thirty minutes of this movie gave him a lot of hope, and it was like this exotic, it was lighthearted, it was a lot of fun. And then it just recycles itself, sure. and it's the same thing for two more acts. Yeah, and I kind but of that's what, agree that's what with I, that. I, I thought he said uh, that this can't just be a vehicle in service of of um, of special effects, sure. uh, and that you used a lot of tired tropes. Yeah, he said. yeah, I, I I can buy that. So, and, and, but I actually so the tired trope thing, like I'm I'm not Asian, you know, like this isn't um, a thing that I know if. Um, it is offensive or not sure. to see stuff like this because I don't know how much of it is would be considered um, appropriation. Sure, uh, but like if this was all like Mexican shit, I would have been pretty tired of it, you know. But I couldn't find any evidence of that on the internet. Yeah, there there there, there didn't seem to be any uh, like 
publications written about how this was problematic. Most things were just like, actually, they did a really good job for the Asian American community. In this that's one. what they, they, I. That's what I've read too from a lot of things because, like, there is careful detail yeah, yeah. to like the mythology of like you know a, a Chinese mythology yeah. and all these. Things. To me, it would be like making you know a Greek you know like a like a movie that was like you know set in um, um for whatever reason um New York yeah. and it was this and then you dealt with though like the son of Poseidon or yeah, something sure. like that and there was like and and yeah. but then you had like all kinds of Greek you know textures but and you weren't of that making nature. fun of anything no not at or all playing like, light with anything it really was like cuz a lot of those Asian Americans were presented as Asian Americans you know, and like not o- not only uh, Asian like like you point out they're they're not like silly characters yeah. and like here's the thing david lopan and like the thunders of course they're silly yeah, characters, yeah, yeah. but because they're, they're supposed to be they're out of right. mythology they're supposed, yeah, right exactly sure. they're yeah. not real people like yeah. egg shan and all these other guys and that even just, and like egg and wang and all that they were yeah. just like yeah you know we're the main characters right and we're actually badasses you yes know? like they they weren't the butt of a joke they no. were they were just doing their their and, thing really well and the so only butt of the joke was fucking jack so you, <laughs> you bring know? that you, you earlier you brought up john wayne yeah this was originally going to be. This was pitched, and until Carpenter changed it, this was going to be a western set oh, in the eighteen hundreds, John Wayne style, similar story. And funny enough, like I can totally see it, like being that, like in a western town sure. with this Chinese underground and some sure. sort of okay. thing going on yeah. and whatnot. Still the same, you know, like theme with yeah. like this, uh, and just like a little more ancient. Right, and yeah. then them being on horses and stuff like yes. that, you know, whatever. And then like, you know, like like I could totally see that. That Why, being, I wonder if it was for budgetary reasons. They're just I'm not sure. Yeah, I, that that does make sense. But it was specifically a John Wayne style western sure. with John Wayne being a clown, though. Sure, Instead yeah, of being the of every man that can do everything, it was yeah. the exact opposite. He could Which do what nothing. he was here. Yeah, for right, sure. exactly. Here. And John, and you're right. You know, I didn't even put the two and two together, but this definitely had a very Star Lord vibe. Yeah, where like he's. The the least important part of everything that's happening yep. but he's the most self-important person we joke about it too like a friend of mine who loves this movie adores this movie too the joke is like they made this movie and everything was set and then somebody forgot to tell the cameraman that wang wasn't the main character yes, yeah. and, then, and he, so the camera just stays it's on jack very, instead it's a very american centric or not american centric it's a very white guy centric uh portrayal sure a perspective sure where he's not the main character yeah, yeah but yeah. it's on him the whole time you know yeah like, and, and the main character shit is yeah. always happening around him. and he's very much that's like when i think of like thor the thor ragnarok sure. comparison too it's he's very much like the fish out of the water situation yeah. like he's just the clown in this situation and everybody yeah. else is more powerful around sure. him yeah for sure. and like and knows what's going on around him, and he's just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm here for the ride, I sure. guess, basically, yeah. and I'll clean up a few things or whatnot. And he was trying his hardest, yeah, uh, and to, to be, you know, like this self important person, right? Uh, but he, yeah, he was dwarfed by the importance of everybody else, right? Right, absolutely, man. And, it, and it's just so, how do you feel? What would you recommend this movie? I would not recommend this movie, clearly. This movie was so fucking stupid. <laughs> When I was watching this movie, I was just like, this movie's dumb as fuck. (laughs) Now, uh, I like all the things that we've been talking about, you know, like I can I can laugh along with this movie and I can and I can talk about how well it did certain things. And and I, I like the perspective that it took, but it was so dumb. And when I was watching it, 
this isn't the kind of movie that I like. I don't like movies that are like this, that take itself so easy breezy. I like it when movies <laughs> just, I don't know, take themselves more seriously. Sure, I guess. sure. Now, um, now, that's why, but that's specifically why even from the beginning I've been making this this idea of like um, this, this comparison to uh, like Jumanji and, thing, and movies like that of, of, of this day and age. Because there are a lot of movies that come out like this that are just like fun romps through a lighthearted adventure sure. that I don't watch because I don't like fun romps through lighthearted adventure. Sure, sure, sure. You know, like I, uh, I don't know. There's just something about it that just seems schlocky, and I've never really been into that kind of stuff. Sure. So yeah, that was my experience watching this movie. When I was watching this, movie, I was just like, "This is fucking stupid." Yeah. So rewatching this movie, it's funny if you look at. Um, my notes for this movie, they're yeah. very small. Yeah. Because I memorize almost everything about this movie. Sure, yeah. I absolutely love this movie. Yeah. I totally understand why I love this movie, yeah. though. I was a lot... So, a few things about this film. This is the f- one of the first films I can remember, like, my dad introducing me to. Sure, Like, okay. as, like, you know, a fun movie that we watched. Like, I think I was, like, up late one night, I couldn't sleep, and he, like, had this on. Sure, And we okay. watched it, and, like... It makes me think of that, like yeah, too, like okay. it was one of the few movies, like from from that period of time in the eighties, and like it's so fun, right? Like you know, you know me well, and you sure. know the type of movie I would like most times, yeah. right? Every once in a while, I have to have a cl- palate cleanser, uh-huh. and that's what this type of movie sure, is. Okay. I would not recommend this movie to anybody <laughs> who was like, yeah. I want to watch a movie that's I- interesting, sure, because it's not interesting it's yeah. fun plain and simple yeah. and that's what it's set out to but be but it's fun in a very specific kind of fun in a, it's in, a really it's a really old schlocky yeah um you know carpenter, like low budget, very carpenter you know? style and that's the thing is i like carpenter so much yeah, yes. so that also helps with all this because i love his music this i love is every- a very era specific fun absolutely yeah, i agree yeah. completely and like i said it's this is definitely not a movie for everybody, but this is just a movie that's like you know you would throw on, and I think it's more. I'm glad I watched it. Sure, sure. I'm not. I'm not telling you that. I, that like what a waste of my fucking time. Absolutely. You know, one of the things about uh, this podcast is that I have gotten to see a lot of movies that. It's. I'm just happy that I've gotten to see sure, them. You sure. You know, like to know what people are talking about. But uh, but I would. This is not a movie I'll ever watch again. I know? think here's the thing though, right? Like, when you compare it to Jumanji and stuff like that, yeah. the problem I have with that comparison isn't so much like I don't like, you know, I'm biased. Sure. It's that also Jumanji is like a two-hour movie. and that's, Isn't this a two-hour movie? No, it's an hour and 35 minutes. Oh, it seems so long, dude. See, I thought the exact opposite. Like, it just goes <laughs> wow, and goes and goes. Really? So, no. like, I was just like, how is this movie still happening? That's so funny. <laughs> There's definitely, I do definitely see what, like, Robert E. was saying about the movie repeating itself. Sure. And I, I understand all the complaints about the movie. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a fun fucking movie fun that movie, I enjoy yeah. as shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it's, I think a lot of this is... I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe at this point in time, tone has just been done better. Sure. Where, uh, like, I I can just read it better. Yeah. Back in the day, I feel like, especially with John Carpenter, uh, things are just like... Listen, they're going to happen as they happen. Yeah. Just try to keep up, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's definitely not a hand holder that no. like, he's going to fill in yes, things and shit yeah. like that. He's, Maybe that's what it is, too. Maybe yeah. I'm just used to very tight plots. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, okay, this happens because of this. This yeah. happens because of this. Everything that happens is because of the thing that happened sure. before. And, like, that's... um. 
that is modern storytelling. Right. Modern storytelling very much is if you're writing a screenplay, it has to be tight. If it, if there's no point for the scene, if there's no point for this character, then don't involve it in the in the movie. Right. Whereas with this, it's just like you know, like everything's just happening, and that kind of thing to me just seems so disjointed and sure, silly. Sure, That's sure. why when I was watching this, I was just like, what a dumb fucking movie. Now. I can say that it was fun, I guess. Sure. I can say that it was fun, but not fun in a way that I genuinely you like re- to have. You would enjoy. Yeah, I don't I don't generally like to have that kind of Sure, fun. sure. Like to me, um tight plots are good. Yeah. And and, and um so uh inevitably someone's going to be like but you like the superhero movies, you know? Like yeah, but the superhero movies um I in this movie, right, didn't really give a shit about the, the characters. Mm-hmm. Like none of them, they were all kind of in service of the silly shit that sure, was happening. Sure. Whereas, like I in the Marvel movies, care you know about the characters because they make you care. There's a there's yeah, a yeah. they're they're written in a way so that you identify with them and then you empathize with them and then you mourn them when they pass or whatever it is. You know, that kind of fun is the fun that I'm used to. That it's it's like a structured, tight fun. That I like to have because I like to feel those like emotional responses that dopamine sure. hit for when when like a character that I have put myself into the shoes of is flying up into the sky and I'm supposed yeah. to you know like live vicariously they, through this moment. But Carpenter does that with his movie. He didn't. No, he, we're with weighing. This, what, yeah. We're weighing the <laughs> yeah, one who yeah, like no. does the no. shit. And the, so. in this movie, it was very much hey, look at these badasses be badasses, sure. or or look at the silly guy be a silly guy. Yeah. yeah. It, there's no there's no um, intent to try to you know give a shit about them. It was just look at these people do these things. Yeah. And that doesn't really happen so much right, anymore. Right. Now there's so much more emphasis in you caring you know quote about the characters and so like i'm used to that now in these fun romps you know when i see superheroes do shit it's because you're living vicariously through them i got you whereas this is just like uh no 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 this is just a fun time bro just come and laugh for a little while and i like there's something in my brain that goes no (laughs) you are not gonna enjoy this yeah yeah man i I don't know i think it's just um uh because of how i've been conditioned you know like i uh, I have. You're um, like a World War II vet over here with movies, man. No. Jesus. <laughs> what? Why? Nah, I'm, just, I'm kidding. No, like, it's, like I'm 33 now. Yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, so I've been watching movies, um, like with an eye for what the fuck is supposed to be really happening here, for 15 years. You okay. Know? Okay. Maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. 18 years. And so 18 years ago was not even, it was like 2002, man. You know, Mm -hmm. like that was like Batman Begins time. That's when I started taking movies seriously. And so anything that happened before then. Batman Begins was 2005, but. uh, uh, Was it? Okay, so like around then. Yeah. Around Batman Begins time, the born identity time, was when I started taking movies seriously. Mm -hmm. And so anything that happened before that time uh, was not. tone that i was ever accustomed to okay so now watching old tone movies where it was just like this is just the stuff that's happening man it to me it just seems silly like it seems um unfocused it seems too loose and so watching this movie when it was just silly shit after silly shit after silly shit i was just like this is the dumbest fucking movie i've ever watched interesting that's that's cool yeah and and, you know you you can't always be right in your opinions, and that's fine. So, um, 
Speaking of, of John Carpenter, it's my favorite quote of yours, by the way, uh, y- your opinions can't always be right. Like opinions <laughs> are ever right for anyone. Uh, you know, we spoke a little bit about some other films throughout the times, and um, I don't know how familiar you are with like the British military and stuff like that. You know, because we we're talking about zero percent. Okay, because it, it, I was just thinking about it because you brought up the Bourne Identity, which sure. was clearly influenced by uh, James Bond, yeah, which sure. you know yeah. tied to, tied to the military. Yeah. So, um, in actually World War Two. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the British were the first people to actually like formally form like special forces units and whatnot, oh, okay. sure. or one of the first first people. So with like the SAS units and whatnot, and they would do like specialized um, missions and whatnot into like Nazi lands and oh, okay. pull off things and um, you know just blow up certain points sure. and, and and whatnot. So what I'm saying is, you if I were you next week. Uh, throw on some some British SAS uniforms because the actual name they called those people were commandos. And we're going to be going live next week with Commando. I don't know why I let you goat me into listening to this shit. <laughs> we're not going live. Not next week or ever. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton looks that big old storm right square in the eye and says, Give me your best shot, pal. I can take it.